0: Five Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Five Minutes with Phil. Hello, everybody. We're going to jump right into the random verse for today. This random verse sent me all kinds of different uh you know messages and directions because the translation even that that was chosen was the NIV and uh And and here it is. We're going to jump in. James chapter 1, and the verse that was given was verse 6, and I'm going to give it context later, but here's verse 6. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Now here's the thing. (laughs) When, When you initially hear that, you know, what does it tell you? It's like if you're if you ask God of anything and you don't and and you've got even a, a shred of doubt, that guess what, you're gonna be tossed away. You know, like it's not gonna be done. Don't expect God to do anything. And here's the problem with it. I have, you know, gone through <laughs> this life and I have seen these uh false teachers and false healers that are out there saying if you have enough faith, these healings will occur. And then what happens is that they usually slap them or hit them or push them down, and then they're like, let's move on to the next, like, and that person's either, you know, it's got to be, there's a, there's a healing that occurred, right? And 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 usually, if the healing doesn't occur, it's not because of the faith healer, Right? It's not because of this false healer um, that actually is, is the problem. No, the, the problem is is they use like verses like these and others from the gospels and they say we're going to blame the recipient. Right? So you didn't have enough faith in order to be healed. And so you came to me looking for something and it was actually your fault. And this leads to a lot of destructive behavior because when people are clinging to something, right, they're clinging to the idea that this faith healer can bring something to them and all they have to do is believe, right? And then when it doesn't happen like they want it to, then they always would say, well, this is on you, though. It's never on me as the, you know, this uh, charlatan who's out here trying to sell a product of healing. No, it's not on me. This is on you. You know, you didn't have enough faith. You didn't have what it took. And now why would you ever expect anything from God? I don't know if you've heard this before. You know, I mean, I'm assuming that, uh, you know, you've heard these claims that people are out there saying, we can bring a healing, we can do this for you, and everything is going to be like, just trust, just have faith. And I think that's a really destructive thing that can be pushed out there, much like the prosperity gospel, much like works righteousness, trying to be able to work for God's approval. All these things can be very destructive. And so what do we actually try to break things down to be able to understand? Because if you're reading a verse like that, and again, you're reading a verse like that out of context, and if you're just saying, like, you must believe and not doubt, and you're like how do I do that? And, and if you're asking me the question, I would say, I don't know how you can do that because I don't know how I can do that. So if I don't know how I can do that, how am I going to tell you how to do that? Right? So doubt is a natural part of who we are. Right, and I've gone over this multiple episodes of this podcast before. I mean, since we're on like five hundred and you know uh, twenty episodes or something like that, um, that we've gone over this idea of doubt. Every human being has doubts, and I'm not even just talking about doubts in in uh, in in faith and spirituality. But it's yes, yes, there is every single person has doubts wherever they're at in their journey right even an atheist is going to have doubts about atheism right even you know so every follower of Jesus is also going to have some some you know some some pieces of doubt and if you're trying to be able to yell at people and say you're not allowed to doubt like and then all of a sudden they do like you're going to this chases people away you can have these doubts but just to you need to figure out a way to be able to handle them, to deal with them, to work through them, instead of just you know keeping them in the corner, allowing them to fester. But let's go forward, anyways. Let's go into this verse. Let's give it some context. And uh, for that, I'm going to switch over to the to the NLT, the New Living Translation. And it's there that I think it gives you know the translation wise gives us a little bit more. So let's do five through seven, James one five through seven. If If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver. For a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. So you can kind of see you know, especially verse 7, almost the same exact translation. But when you put it in context, what you start to be able to see is that he's talking about wisdom. And he's saying, where does wisdom come from, right? And if as followers of Christ, we always simply, if we're saying, I, I need wisdom, then you seek out the source, Wisdom is personified in the Old Testament, in the Psalms, right? Wisdom is a, um, you know, is is it has been, you know, spoken of as as a female too, in a female terms. But um, you know, God is wisdom, and so this is what really James is trying to convey to us here today: is that if we're looking for wisdom and seeking out the source, right? We go to God, and He will not withhold it. He's not going to rebuke you for asking for wisdom, for having something that you don't currently have. God's not going to rebuke you for asking for wisdom. But this is where he's saying don't be having divided loyalty here. He's saying if you are trusted, you know, as or if you are trusting God as the source of wisdom and you're saying God, I need wisdom and then you let God give you wisdom, that's the source. But much of the time, we're treating God as a source and not the source. So we're going, and we might ask God for wisdom, but then we're like, yeah, but I'm also going to seek out other spiritual advisors. Um, I'm also going to, you know, seek out, uh, you know, popular, you know, popular preachers, or I'm going to go and, you know, um, you know, seek out pop culture. I'm going to go out and seek out, you know, celebrities who might have some words to speak on, and then you're going to say, here's all of my now group of wisdom, and let's see what I can dig through. You see, there's things that are divided. You're not seeking out God as a source of wisdom. You're saying you're you've got some wisdom, and I'm going to try to find the rest. Well, this is what my friends would we would call gnosticism: is that every you know that wisdom's out there. You just got to search for it. And if we're trying to be able to do that, of course, this is where James is saying when we are unsettled like this, we're going to be tossed back and forth by the wind, we're going to be thrown in every direction if we're constantly looking for wisdom in all of the places, every place. You're looking for wisdom. And you're like, no, if God is the source of wisdom, let's ask God. God says he's going to give it to us freely. So consider that today. Are you seeking wisdom in other places This is where God's saying, why would, you know, or James is telling us, don't expect anything then. God says, let him be the source. God's a generous giver. He wants to give us wisdom. And so don't be divided in that area today. All right, consider it. We'll be back again tomorrow. Take care.